Hello and welcome to the Rick Cave Bits. Uh, we are a show where we talk about football and poorly predict, well, I poorly predict stuff. Uh, Smith gets everything right um, and rubs it in my face and makes me his little bitch. Um, I am your host as usual, the unusual Greg, unusual underscore Greg on Twitter and Instagram. Over there, it's the man who makes me feel like a woman. I am Smith, uh, DRS underscore 994 on Instagram, and Instagram only, and I do n- not rub the predictions in your face when you call me daddy. You know exactly what I rub in your face. Deal with it. <laughs> it's his scrotum. <laughs> and of course, bring in the predictions, bring in the heat. It's that man over there. Scruffy, I am just Scrufflord on Twitter, but as per usual, don't follow me. And it's a bad I'll- idea. Absolutely a bad idea. I keep forgetting that you pause before saying that. Um, I'll get used to you again. Um, but of course, you definitely want to follow the Brick Cave Blitz on Twitter and Instagram. And it's just Brick Cave Blitz on both of those platforms. Excellent stuff over there. And soon to be our Patreon. We have a Patreon coming. Uh, we are just getting some content together to make sure that we can post regular content on it. So absolutely when we announce those details follow us on patreon if you're so inclined uh, to get a little bit of a a brucey bonus so to speak of course we are now on to week three week three is here and we are doing the preview episode of this podcast uh which means we are going to be predicting a few games and then talking about the games coming up um and we might as well just fire it off straight into predictions go on scruffy what you got for us this week we begin with the Steelers at the Browns. Steelers at the Browns. I was just going to say, what do we think about this? But that's the whole point of us talking about this. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know what I'm, what I'm thinking about what's going to happen in this game. Just because, not that both teams were let down in week two, but they mm-hmm. didn't show. I would say they didn't show as much promise as they did in week one. So it's a bit like hit and miss thinking about what they're going to do in this week three uh, game. Yeah. Yeah, I do um, think that like overall, the Steelers have the slight advantage. But and I'll I'll go with the Steelers for the win. But uh, this uh, to me in my, in my head is anyone's game. What do you think? What What do you think their advantage is? I just think they're a better team. <laughs> okay. Okay. See, that's their advantage. They're better. <laughs> if if everybody if if one person was healthy for the Steelers. I'd be saying the Steelers. Yeah, true. That defence does not look like it can shut teams down. That Steelers defence does not look like it can shut teams down as well as it could in week one and most of last year. Um, it makes me have questions. It makes me have a lot of questions. That offence for the Browns has looked serviceable and their defence has looked good. I think the Browns are going to take it. Okay. See, I think as well, like looking back on what who they've played in week two, I yep. think the Steelers are better than the Jets. And if them two go against each other, the Steelers will always win. Yeah, yeah. If the Browns can't compete with the Jets, I don't think they can compete with the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 is a bit of my deciding factor on it. But like we talked about in, in another episode, it could have been like a good week for the Jets and a shit week for the Browns. Yeah, yeah. But in my mind, I think the Steelers uh, will take this, and hopefully somebody comes back 
as soon as possible. Maybe we'll Absolutely. get an announcement in the next day and th- three day four hours and twenty two minutes. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, twenty one minutes. Know. It just changed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the thing is when I look at that week one matchup, um, Steelers versus Bengals, that was a game that kind of like should have been a further away contest if these teams were where we sh- they should have been at the end of last year. Um, so I think, yeah, the Steelers keeping the Bengals down, losing to the Patriots is kind of, I don't know, it's a bit of an odd one, but it's a Belichick-led team, so you can't really say it's all this or all that. Um, that being said, I think that it's going to be a relatively low-scoring game. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the Browns take it. Just to say what you said, like when you said it should have been a higher like difference between the Steelers and the Bengals, I think it should have been a higher difference to the Bengals. Oh yeah, no, I agree. With I you. think I it was agree with you. good that the Steelers like that showed how yeah. good the Steelers are that they kept yeah. that in line. Yeah, um, but the thing is to say when you're thinking about the Steelers, you're obviously thinking about a head coach Mike Tomlin, and Mike Tomlin is still yet to have a season with a losing record, so he's somehow going to find nine games to win this year. You just don't think this is one of those. I nine. just don't think this is one of them. I don't think this is one of them. I think they're going to win nine games, and it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. But yeah, this is going to be one of their eight losses. Okay. <sighs> On to the next prediction game, which is the Bengals at the Jets. Ooh, I didn't expect this one. I'll go first. Sure. Yeah, because you went first last time. Um, Bengals. I think they start to find their form. I think the Jets played well, uh, deceptively well. I don't think they can have a repeat performance of that. I think, you know, they, they blew their load. Um, and I think the Bengals are going to wipe the floor with them. I will agree that I think the Bengals are going to take this. Yeah, okay, week one and two. They haven't seemed to be on form. Yeah. I think, it sounds bad saying it, but this is one of those games where they're against a lesser team in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. Where they can put things together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a get right game. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's one of those things where like people say you don't have to do anything special to win things. If you can do the basics right, as long as you can do those basics right and basics right every time. Yeah. Yeah. You'll you'll win things rather than people who are trying things that will blow thing blow you out of the water but barely ever work. It's better to focus on the basics of everything. I think that's what they're gonna do this this game and it's gonna yeah, push push them to to their fir- will it be their first W of the season? Uh yeah. 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 Um I, I I am kind of excited to see what the Jets will be like in this game. Mm-hmm. To see if they keep that up from last week. If they do keep it up from last week, I'm going. I think I I might watch a few more games of them this season. <gasps> I genuinely will, and uh, I like that uh, black kit they've got. There you go. But yeah, like, like you, I think Bengals are going to take that. And then on to the final prediction game: Falcons at the Seahawks. Falcons at the Seahawks. Right. Oof. I will go with the Falcons. Seahawks had a good week one. Yeah. Had a pretty shit week two. Falcons, although haven't 
got a W have seemed to um, actually prove that they can do things against teams that they should not be getting anywhere close to almost beating. So I don't know if it, it, this might be a, you know, we've got something to prove and finally make our mark. But I think the Falcons will take this over a lessening Seahawks team. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to disagree with anything you said. You know, Seahawks opened up brilliantly in week one. Yeah, it's not like we can say with any of these teams that there is like a defining thing on this team that oh, good like no. they're gonna make them win. No, good no. No. And I say there's there's a lot there's a lot that could make each team lose. You know. Mm-hmm. The 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 kind of the the not great quarterbacks on both sides, the middling offences on both sides the the kind of yeah there's so much about these teams i th- i don't think it's a, it's more of I, I don't think it's a game of who's going to win this i think it's who's not going to gonna lose it yeah. you know that's it's, that's why i look at this game it is one of those weird things in the nfl where like we can look at other teams and be like okay they're well established and building and building and building yeah. both of these teams are in pretty major rebuild years absolutely absolutely so it's one of them where like one week they like will have the exact same teams as like two weeks in a row one week they will get they will get everything right and the next week everything could fall apart yeah even though they're doing the exact same thing yeah absolutely absolutely you say falcons yeah i'm not going to disagree with you i'm going to go with you on that one i think yeah the falcons are yeah, the, the the team that's less likely to kick the bucket. I mean, in both their week one games, they've scored over twenty points. Um, I don't think the Seahawks are, are capable of that. Yeah, um, and I was going to say as well. I think offensively, the Falcons' offense has been because of the shifting QB has been built around this sort of. Uh, safety net passing plays of short but making yeah. pass where Seahawks seem to still be relying on those Metcalf and Lockett deep balls yeah. which even with Wilson didn't always pay off Yeah. so I think they, they, play the, they still play the riskier strategy with an even lesser QB who won't, doesn't have the percentage to make them as many times yeah. so uh, I think that'll be another factor in why they won't put up as many points on the board do you think but, the Falcons have a good enough uh, defence to intercept Geno Smith a few times I mean possibly Like, I do think one of the best interceptions week 2 was uh, Falcons intercepting from uh, Stafford Yeah, because yeah. that ball he threw was a fucking bullet yeah yeah, I agree with you I agree with you but I, I do think as well like, it depends on how the ball is being thrown Yeah, usually like makes it easier or harder to intercept when it's a deep ball it's usually a lot slower dropping yeah so it's a bit easier to intercept i'm not saying it like it's, it's you know though that ball will never make it there but it's a lot easier of a chance to do that and um is it terrell jr who is on the falcons who last season had like three completions on him yeah. He's a gun. He's a good zone defense, uh, defender. Sorry. Fair enough. There you um, go. Cool. So just to clarify from the top down, then Steelers at the Browns. Steelers were smit. 
Browns for Greg. Yep. Bengals at the Jets. Bengals for Smith. Bengals for Greg. Yep. Falcons at the Seahawks. I'm not entirely sure because I think my brain shut off for a few seconds there, but Falcons for both. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Okay, my brain did not shut off. Yeah. But yeah. It's it's not a it's not a solid strategy. I'm not going to make up any ground anytime soon. You know, but I I just yeah I don't want to be wrong. Um. <laughs> Fair play. Fantastic. All righty then. Let's move on and recap. Uh, sorry, preview some more games. Uh, so the first one to talk about is the Saints at the Panthers. An interesting divisional game, um, and again with where the AFC, uh, sorry, the NFC South is at the moment. Um, this is a, these kind of matchups are crucial. You know, obviously we've seen the the Buccaneers play some not great football. We've seen the Saints lose. You know, games they should have won. Carolina, uh, sorry, a game they should have should have probably won. Carolina at zero and two. Um, I just don't know what's going to happen. The Carolina curse could be real, and I'm, I'm I'm hesitant to say, but I think I think the Saints are the better team, and I think they should win this. But the Carolina curse tells me that if I say that sentence, uh, Carolina will get their first win of the season. Yeah, well, yeah. Whichever way you go, the Car- the Panthers will do the opposite. Yeah, absolutely. And if absolutely. if you say it could go either way, they will tie. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I believe it. I hundred percent believe it. Um, the the thing with your curse as well is I don't know if it's in effect if it's not an actual prediction game. It's just an talking interesting about it. One. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't know if it actually works. I do think the Saints would take this. I'm I'm hoping that you know Winston finds his feet this this game. Yeah. Especially like you said, with it being their like a uh, conference game, mm-hmm. it's a it's sort of one of them where like when when they're going into a game, it's like okay, you know, we we want the win, but this week this week means something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Last week meant something. It was a big old pile of shit on both sides. <laughs> this yeah. week means something, and this week we can get the W where it means something. So I, I think they'll pull out all the stops and get this. Yeah. We got uh, some amazing divisional matchups this week. So yeah. the the only yeah. thing that I, like I never I never a hundred percent sure on is when it can sometimes just look like it's going to be a blowout or they look quite close. Yeah. But then it's like at home for a certain team. It's, it's usually like a bit more in their favor. Yeah. 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 With Carolina being the home team this time, so yeah. Yeah. Moving on to the uh, next game, we have the Houston Texans at the Chicago Bears. Um, are either of us going to watch this game? I mean, I'll watch some of it on Red Zone. Yeah. I'm not going to purposely watch this game. because. Do you, do you think it will make it on Red Zone? <sighs> there, there will be a highlight of it. Like, I think they're legally obliged to show some of the game. Um, so we'll probably watch a couple of punts. Um I'm hoping the highlight is like both teams just leaving the pitch. Awfully. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's at Chicago, so it could be another rain-bogged game where they actually oh, have to call it off. That was horrible. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't care about these teams. Like The Texans drew a game um, and then lost the other, and I'm just like, the Chicago Bears won against... Uh, a, a middling to okay 49ers team mm-hmm. in a rain bogged pitch where nobody could actually do anything so I'm not impressed by that so these are just two teams that exist and I don't care about at the moment 
Yeah, it's it's one of them where like on the first week the the because the Texans drew against the Colts, it was like that sounds exciting, like yeah. oh the the. The, the Texans get it, but then week two came around. One, the Texans lost, but then two, we sh- we saw how pathetic the Colts team yeah. are now anyway. So yeah. it is it, that realization of oh, I shouldn't have actually been excited by that. No, not in the slightest. Um, if it's that rain marked again, I think the Bears are gonna do it. Yeah, in probably. All honesty. But um, it's one of them where like I'm excited to see. Well, I'm not even excited. I don't know why I'm saying excited. It's weird to describe. I, I want to see who is the better of the bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well done. You're the second worst awful team. Yeah. Well done. You're not last. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think anything's gonna, anything special is going to come out of this. My only hope is that possibly... At the end of one of these seasons, because I think it's still got a few more years in his contracts, Fields get picked up by a, a different team. Hmm. Say, I don't like, know. I don't know whether it'll happen. I think if, if he had a, a better team around him, like how Stafford was at the Lions and then yeah. moved to the Rams, he might actually be able to do something. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, then we have the Chiefs at the Colts. I think this would have been. An easy call. <laughs> this, this, this one's more of a, will the Colts get points this week? Like, you know, I, I genuinely don't know the answer to that question. What do you think would have to happen this season for them to take Matt Ryan off the pitch and put the backup quarterback on the pitch instead? Another game where he doesn't score points. Genuinely. So just, just genuinely just one more game and then like, one more game. fuck one this more was game. a mistake. Honestly, I think if he goes too long without doing much, if like again, I think it's very unlikely that he's going to go through this game and get zero points, yeah. absolutely no points whatsoever. But I genuinely, I, I think the Colts are a, a good franchise that aren't opposed to getting rid of mistakes. You know, we saw how ruthless they were with the Carson Wentz thing. Like as soon as they saw an opportunity to kind of revitalise somebody's career, they done it and, and you know, sacrificed Carson Wentz. But genuinely, I don't see how the Colts can think of this Frank, this this move as any good if he goes another game without scoring decent points. Yeah. If he gets zero points on this, I genuinely don't think he'll have a job by the end of the week. Yeah. The, th- the thing is, it's weird, like, uh, we've discussed in the other episode that one of the things that is annoying me about this Colts offense is yeah. because of Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor is not getting the opportunities to do what he does um, yeah. and actually progress this team forward. If they yeah. do get any points on the board, it will be because of Taylor. Absolutely. It will have nothing to do with Ryan, and it it's gonna piss me off so much if yeah. Taylor maybe like it's like one or two touchdowns, and then they're like, okay, the the offense is fixed. It's not yeah. fixed. No, no, not the slightest. That being said, this Chiefs, oh god damn it, they're, they're going to, they're going yeah. to rub the the Colts' faces in the mud. Oh, absolutely. It's a uh, hate to say it's going to be a bit embarrassing for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say I just there, there's part of my head that says you know you've it could go you know 
it could be not as bad as we think it's going to be, but I just don't see how it's not going to be like a 40-7 to 7 game. Yeah, because who did they play in week one and they won 44? It was the Cardinals, wasn't it? Yeah. 44-something. And the Cardinals are a good team. Yeah. The Colts ain't shit anymore. No. no. Un- unfortunately, because of that one person. So this is going to be an easy Chiefs win. Yeah. I'm really glad because I've got freaking... Mahomes and Kelsey on my fantasy team, and I've already put a fifteen quid bet on for them to win. So that's devastating. That's devastating to me. I'm gonna get points and money from that. <laughs> Next up, we have the Bills at the Dolphins. This is gonna be a fantastic game. This is this is gonna be the opposite of Bears Texans. This is gonna be points, points, more points, and definitely some points on top. Like, both of these teams are firing hot right now. And this is a divisional game. Like, this is a this is a divisional game that that could end all divisional games this week. Like, this is going to be awesome. See, like, to me, in my mind, the Bills are still going to take this. But purely because I think the Dolphins so far have been against the Patriots and the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Who both don't seem to have, like, a defensive line. Yeah. Pushed enough to give Tua as little chance as possible to get off those good throws that we've seen to like Hill and Waddle. Mm-hmm. I think the Bills do have the ability to st- stop or at least um, fuck up a, f- a few of those plays. Yeah. So it will minimalize that. It will be a good game. This is the one game that is making me. Well, it's, it's going to make me watch it where I have two screens, one on Red Zone and one on that game alone. Fair enough. Fair enough. I yeah. I believe that. Like, if I weren't watching it at my mate's house, I would absolutely be doing the same. Um, but I agree with you. The offensive line for the Dolphins isn't isn't much. Like, there's there's nobody on that team that I go, well, that's a scary player. The Bills have Von Miller. Now, Von Miller, I thought was slowing down. Um, oh no, he is not slowing down. Like that man has ice in his veins. Honestly, scary, scary dude. Okay, yeah, Dolphins' defense uh, are good, but yeah, I, I think that the way that Josh Allen is playing, especially like with his connections to the offensive team as a whole, not just like, yeah, hey, okay, he's got Stefan Diggs there that he's been good with. Yeah. He's not just focusing on that. It's not like one of those teams where, like in the past, where it's Brady and Gronk, yeah, barely ever anybody else. Yeah. He's got such so many weapons around him, and he is a fucking weapon himself. Yeah, he's gonna make some plays. Yeah, the Dol- Dolphins good. Yeah, but the yeah. Bills better. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's how it's gonna come down. Uh, the uh, next game will be the Lions at the Vikings. Um, I want to ask you one question. Go for it. Does every team? in your conference, have the same curse that the Packers have when going to the Vikings' home stadium? That is a great question. Uh, that is a great question. Because um... the, the thing is, the Lions and the Bears yep. haven't been... like the, the Lions are building something, and it looks oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't been that great past few seasons, so no. when they've gone, it's not really been... A, if they have every time, it's not a surprise that they lose... Whereas when the Packers go, it's kind of a surprise they lose because they are a better team than the Vikings. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 100%. So I want to know that like, if the Lions are building this amazing team, if 
that that that, that curse is over that stadium for everybody in that conference, no matter how good they get. It could well be. It could well be. I mean, it's it's a I say it's an intimidating place to go. It is an intimidating place to go between the horn, the you know the Vikings fans and all that kind of stuff. It is a very intimidating place to go. If there's a team in this conference that can go in there and win it, I think it's actually the Lions. Purely because of how Dan Campbell, you know, coaches them, he coaches them really well, and I think they are a better team because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I say, I just think, I say, if if any of those teams have got that that what what Campbell coaches grit, that grit to go into Minnesota, into Minneapolis, and actually take them on, I think it's the Lions. It's the like. It's the underdog mentality that yeah, they've been yeah. given in it. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah, I, I do completely agree with that. Uh, the one thing that I'm unsure about is, like I said um, in the review episode, I didn't watch the Vikings game. Yeah. Obviously, the Eagles had did a good job of shutting down that connection yeah. to Jefferson. I want to see how well the Lions do at shutting down that connection as well. Yeah. Because without him. It, it, it's shown cousin ain't yeah. shit yeah absolutely anything else we going to bring up about this game no just because no. it's a conference game I didn't know if you had a few more things to say about it I mean I say it's another it's an, I say we've got some great divisional matchups in this week and this is just another one of them this is another one of them um, I think you know this has real implications if the Vikings can go 2-0 and against division rivals that sets them up well for a potential wild card spot um, but yeah, it could disrupt some stuff. But again, we just don't know how this one's gonna. Go. I don't know how this one's gonna go. I think the liking the Vikings are gonna go in favourites. Um, but you know that underdog that that mentality that the Lions have, they probably want to go into each game being the underdogs to prove them wrong. Next up, we have the Ravens at the Patriots. I think the way that the Patriots have been playing this season I think they'll have a steady progression of getting better throughout the season mm-hmm. it's too early in the season for them to be that good to beat this Ravens team I agree I agree yeah this this Ravens team especially that Ravens offense yeah has that ability and to you know for a slow firing Patriots offense and a serviceable to good defense I think yeah the Ravens are going to be a bit too much for them yeah they're going to put like even if the the Patriots come back with something. The Ravens are going to put way too many points up to um, yeah have them save face in this game at all. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving on from that one, uh, we have the Raiders at the Titans. What are you thinking about this one? Because obviously we've spoke about both teams. Like yeah. they've got both both of them. We've had the, these players and connections that we're excited to see, but they haven't really done anything yet. No, absolutely, absolutely. And I say when you're thinking about these two teams. The two players you want to see are Derek Henry and Devontae Adams. Like mm-hmm. you want to see them and what they can do because they have been marvelous to watch in previous games. Derek Henry ran across the entire league so much that he was out for five games and was still one of the rushing leaders. Like, where is that guy? Where yeah. is that guy? I I don't know that he. I don't want to say it. I don't know that he's there this season for it. And that breaks my heart because, I say, some of the stiff arms, some of the monstrous runs he'd done last year, 
just inspire awe. They, they, you know, they make you want to run for a brick wall. And Devontae Adams, route running, catches, like the ability to go in between two guys and come away with a ball and nine times out of ten continue on sounds almost pornographic and is so good to watch. But he's just not been there. He's just not been there either. And I don't know whether it's... Is Derek Carr not able to do what Aaron Rodgers was? Of course he's not. He's... You know, there's no way on earth that anybody thinks Derek Carr is as good a quarterback as Aaron Rodgers. But there's that chemistry that you see between certain quarterbacks and their, you know, their main wideout. You know, the Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford effect sort of stuff. You see that happening in other players. Why aren't these two able to replicate it? And I think that's going to be a big question that's going to hang over the Raiders this year. Just with you saying it, like, obviously, you don't think Henry's going to show it this year. Mm. Do you think it's going to come back in a future year? I know, like, obviously, we all hope that it comes back now, but you hope, do you think it's going to come back in a, a, a year next year or the year after, or anything like that? Or do you think it's a, a so. bit like Ezekiel Elliott? It's just going to be a steady decline. Unfortunately, it's, it's just an injury that he's, we, we thought he could come back from, and he yeah. unfortunately can't. It'll be sad because he's such a young, young in terms of running back. Mm-hmm. I guess sorry, run, young in terms of football players' overall career, but for a running back, they have seemingly like the shortest lifespan. Yeah. Now, Derrick Henry is only twenty-eight, so you know he's still got a lot of life left to live. I hope that he's able to do at least five more years of football. But if this injury has done more than what we think, he he could be. Yeah, a casualty of of you know the running back position taking out of players early. Yeah, and, and the unfortunate thing of it really is um, what uh, we did mention in an episode with uh, Peter Jones is the fact that like people are looking more and more at uh, running backs who can also play a bit of the wide receiver position. I uh, went back and watched the last Titans game and watched the plays where Henry wasn't running it. Yeah, he's not a receiver. No. So, it, unfortunately, if, it, if his time is done as a running back, his time is done in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Which is un- unfortunate, like you say. Um, the only thing I will say about this game as well is, apart from Henry, I don't think the... Even though it's not been performing as well, I don't think the Titans have a offense built up enough like the Raiders do. No, because no, with the absolutely. Raiders, there's a few people you name, like three to four you name, who can you know be weapons and be there for a car when he absolutely. actually is able to make the plays. Yeah, absolutely. Titans don't have that if they don't have no. Henry. No, no, absolutely. I say they lost their premier wide out in um, AJ Brown, and that that yeah that devastated them. They never they never picked anybody up. Obviously, they got Malik Willis, but if you've got only a quarterback, who who are you gonna throw it to? Yeah, and the thing is, like last season, yeah, they lost Dijon. They also had Julio Jones, who, yeah, okay, didn't do that much last season yeah. because of injury. But if he would have stayed, maybe he would have done a bit better this season. Yeah, but unfortunately, he's gone to the Buccaneers. So yeah, um, I do th- think I know it's not a prediction. I think the Raiders have the bit of the better edge to take this, That's unless fair. Henry That's comes fair. back and destroys. Yeah, the Raiders would be taking this game. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm inclined to believe you. Next up, we have the Eagles at the Commanders. Eagles looked impressive 
in that win against the Vikings. Uh, not just on the offense side of things, but yeah, that that defense being able to shut down, you know, like Sir Thielen and Jefferson. I think the Eagles are onto a winning formula. And then as I say, when you look at the the division they're in, um, the Giants are doing surprisingly well. Obviously, this is a, a divisional game against the Commanders. And then the Cowboys are potentially in trouble. So this is a, a wide-open division, um, and the Eagles could come away with a victory. Yeah, I do think that the uh, Eagles will be coming away with this victory. I'm not going to mm. lie. Um, I, th- I think both teams have been showing a bit of promise. Yeah. But the Eagles yeah. have been able to put it together better. Yeah. And I think that is down to uh, like one, one of the factors, them acquiring A.J. Brown, and he not as well as Devontae Adams has played the Packers, like he, he's decent to throw to in coverage. Yeah. And I think compared to Adams, he's a bit more built. Okay. So he's able to... Okay, he can't sprint off like Adams can, but he's got some speed, but he's got the power yeah. there to like knock them off the ball if there yeah. is a bit of a tug. Um, whereas the, the commanders, like we said in the... Uh, well, in the review game, I think they need to work on their offense as a whole. They are concentrating too much on this pass game, and it's not always working for them. Yeah, I think they need to concentrate on getting some good uh, run plays in there, and that I don't think it will, you know, change them as a whole and you know give them an absolutely amazing season. But I think they'd do better if they did that. Yeah, fair enough. Next, we have the Jags at the Chargers. It's like if you look at this now. This looks like the Chargers game to just walk over the Jags. Yeah. I get that they played against the Colts last week. Mm-hmm. But the Jags are looking better, especially oh, defensively. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, any team's defense that can fully shut out a team, regardless of how bad that team is playing. I mean, look at the Lions last year. Last year, the Lions were a crap organization. They still very, I don't think, ever got shut out. I can't be for certain, but I don't think that team ever got fully shut out. I think they still will manage to put board, you know, points on the board. Never enough points, but they still manage to put points on the board. Um, so any team that can fully shut out another deserves a bit of respect. That being said, I don't think they're gonna, you know, I think they'll be very, very, very hard pressed to do it to this Chargers team. You know, I'm. As I said, I think that the Chargers need to work on their run game more than anything else this season, and they'll be a good team. Mm-hmm. They seem to have the good receiving core. They seem to have a good O-line to give Herbert time to do what he needs to do, and they have a crack in defense. Um, on paper, absolutely, I agree with you. I think the Chargers um, can take this game, um, but I don't think we can discount the Jags offhand. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> As I say, it's, it's one of them where if you just glance at it, like if you just look at who is playing who, that's your initial initial thought, really. Yeah. How they played last uh, last week, mm. they are in with a shot of at least giving the Chargers some competition. Oh, All right. Absolutely. It's definitely not going to be a, a run-over game, but they will uh, be in with a shot of maybe taking it. Yeah, seems to be six games last season that all got shot out. None of okay. them seem to be the Lions at all. There you go. Oh, sorry, there not the go. Lions, the Jags. 
But I was talking about the lines being shut out. Okay, well, yeah, the, the lines weren't shut out either. There we go. But this is what I'm saying, you know, the Lions were an awful team last year and nobody would going to argue, but they still never got shut out, which is, yeah. yeah. Good for them. Excellent. <laughs> uh, then we have the Rams at the Cardinals. This is going to be an awesome game. This is going to be an awesome game. I thought you said awful then. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This one's going to be another tough one to, to pick. I mean, the Cardinals were electric at the end of that Raiders game. Yeah, and the Rams a while are picking up Exactly, exactly. If the Cardinals start any more games like that, they're going to lose them. I say, mm-hmm. I think that if the Cardinals start like that against this Rams team, they're going to lose that game. Um, so for me, this game is won and lost on how fast the Cardinals' offense gets going. I think, as we've spoken about, the Rams' defense doesn't look as effective as it did last year. And that offense seems to be struggling. Um, so if the Cardinals can't get off the blocks quickly, um, like they need to, then the Rams win it. Uh, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I was just going to say, like obviously, uh, the the Rams, especially defensive line, is not as effective as it was yeah. last season. I just had like thought then. I don't know why it's not clicked with me before. Um, do you reckon that is because Von Miller is left? Like we said with the Steelers defensive line because TJ is in there you only have one man to properly concentrate on so they're yeah. able to put two three men on Aaron Donald and yeah. less than him whereas before they had to pick each play between Aaron Donald and Von Miller yeah. you cannot yeah. contain both at once no. but now Von Miller's gone they've only got Donald to concentrate on and that that seems to be why we've not seen him as much could be you you're absolutely right you could that could be it but like like we've said on another games I don't know of anybody on the canals O-line who would, you know, be anything special to stop Aaron Donald get through if he has one of his amazing amazing games, and if he has one of his amazing games, I think Murray is one of those ones who's like a bit faster to get away from him. Yeah, yeah. But even if he doesn't get the sack, that fucks up so much of the play. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. They basically become ineffective. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, like you, I agree. If if the Cardinals have that slow of a start again, especially against a higher tier of a team they're not going to win it no no moving on to the Packers at the Buccaneers uh, I will take a guess I think you uh, will take the Buccaneers I mean Packers for this one thing is this was one of those games I had down as a loss when I was talking about the Packers going 13-4 and four this season yeah, but now you've seen the start of the Buccaneers season. That's exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Like, this Buccaneers team has not convinced me that they are a good team anymore. Like, Leonard Fournette has done well. Evans got himself suspended. Brady, had. I think he threw a Microsoft surface further than he threw the football this week. <laughs> like, this this team does not look like the championship team it has done for the past few years. I think the Packers can sneak a victory that nobody thought they could have got in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And what, what's weird to me about the, the Buccaneers this year is there was a after them not getting through, you know, to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. There was a stat floating around that every time Brady gets to the playoffs and doesn't make it to Super Bowl, or gets to a Super Bowl and loses, the next year he goes and wins it. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He has not shown that he's capable of doing that anymore. I don't no. know if his age or things have changed in the team around him and he's not able to pull it off. But, um, yeah, I think that the Packers will take this. Even with them, like, having those younger guys and the yeah. newer faces, still on a bit of a learning curve, but they had last week to, like, put it all together. Yeah. They will be dominant towards this Buccaneers. Yeah, absolutely. And I say, when you look at that Saints game... The Saints didn't have a fantastic offense. I mean, yeah, Lattimore was doing quite a lot of work. But you look at that Packers defense that mm-hmm. shut down the Bears with no trouble whatsoever. The Buccaneers might be sh- completely shut down by this this Packers defense. I mean, you got one of the best secondaries in the league. Um, and that, that, effect, that defensive line is scary. Yeah. And I don't know that that Buccaneers offensive line is good enough for what Brady needs to operate this season. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think the Packers could sneak a victory that I didn't see them getting um, at the start of the season. Because mm. I say I predicted them to go like um, one and three, I think, in the first few games or something like that. Because I predicted them to lose against the Vikings, lose against the Buccaneers. Um, and actually lose against the Patriots. So, yeah, yeah. I don't think the loss against the Bucks and the Patriots will be happening. Um, yeah, because on the Bucks side of things, like he lost Mike Evans, who I, I didn't realize was suspended. I thought that he was just kicked out for that one game. Nope, uh, been suspended. Lost, they've lost him. Uh, Gronk's no longer no longer with Brady. Yeah, um, I know they've got Godwin. They've also got Farnett, but yep. that Packers defense is will be able to do with what we've seen defensive lines do to Henry this season, mm. where yep. he's not breaking through tackles and pushing forward. He's just been stopped at the line. Yeah, your de- yep. your guys' defense has that ability to stop Farnett. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I think Kenny Clark, Rashad Gary, Preston Smith, they have got the beans to take this guy down. Absolutely. The only thing that I would say to Packers fans to give you even more of an advantage is anybody going to this game, take surfaces with you. When the light comes, <laughs> shine it in Brady's eyes. <laughs> like just reflecting into his eyes. That'll just piss him off so much that he won't be able to concentrate. Love that. <laughs> and then on to the Monday night game. Well, Sunday night game. It's Sunday night, but it's uh, at 1am for us. That's why I said Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It's the 49ers at the Broncos. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen in this one. I think Garoppolo has the better team around him. Yeah. I Now that we're not talking about the review of last week, I do remember some bits of the Broncos game. And the main thing I remember was <laughs> the Broncos fans booing at the Broncos offense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they weren't putting anything together. No, no. The only advantage that I would give the Broncos is it is at Mile High, which is a difficult stadium for anybody to play in. Um, apparently, it's so difficult that the Broncos can't even play in it right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like one of the highest stadiums. There's actually like it's been proven that there's actually like. a a percentage less like air atmosphere or something like that up there so it's a tough tough place to go into oh Um, so there's like a slight lack of oxygen yeah exactly yeah yeah right i didn't know that that's that's pretty cool that 
it's it's a yeah it's 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 one of those weird stadiums that you know you can never properly predict because it is I don't know like it's it it, it sounds too too like too weird doesn't it like a stadium has less atmosphere and yeah it's not it's not like it's in like a a video game or no absolutely like even like in in pokemon where if somebody had like a a gym at the top of a mountain to get flying type to better advantage or something like that it's not like that i get it it's that's actually that's cool science and like i'd love to see if there was any uh information or research on like whether Mm. it tires out offensive line lines faster because um the that obviously like the bigger players are more built for the strength and the stamina. If they're having less oxygen, they're getting less back into the system to actually get the energy back and all that shit. I'd love to see information about that, if that's actually real um, and has any form of effect. Yeah. But I don't yeah. think that that's going to make a difference in this game. Um, the only thing that like I think might help is if, you know, like if it's that degree higher... It lessens gravity a bit, so Wilson can throw the ball better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going for a hail mary. He's overshot it's, the end zone. It's it's not coming down. And from our aerial view today, we have oh my god, it's a goddamn plane. <laughs> That's because like, there's a, one of those traffic copters going over. It's like, uh, yeah, there's a bit of bit of queuing on the thing because the game's like, oh god, we're going down. <laughs> But we're going yeah. down slowly because there's less gravity here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think the 49ers will take this. As uh, yeah. jokey as the game is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, I think you're right in saying that the, the 49ers have the better team for sure. It's mm-hmm. just whether that home field advantage plays a difference in it. Yeah, home field advantage and the what the Broncos have spent trading yeah. money on actually yeah. pays off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the last game of week three uh, is the Cowboys at the Giants. Now, considering obviously Dak still won't be back. Yeah. Cowboys looked okay last week. Cowboys looked okay. But is okay good enough? I know it's against the Giants, but is okay good enough? The, the worst part is, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Like our history with with you know predicting ny teams and whatnot this new york giants team if they do the right things on offense and by that i mean give it to shake one barkley enough to actually then make the passing option viable for daniel jones and if they don't give up too much on defense giants could actually take this Giants could actually take this. That being said, as you say, like Tony Pollard, that that uh, you know those good receivers that Cooper Rush is able to find on a regular basis, as a backup, he's doing well. Um, uh, yeah, it's one of like as I said, the the Giants have looked. Don't get me wrong, they're not amazing. They've looked better offensively, but I think one thing that we did talk about last season was that the Giants defense were the one like were the stars of their team yeah yeah with that being out obviously the, the receiving core is did did great last week like even if they weren't putting up 20 yards per play 
Yeah. Did we gain yeah. the downs and gain the the, 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 yeah. the points? If the Giants' defense can stop that, yeah, yeah, more than likely, it'll be Barkley's game. It won't be a yeah. Giants win. It'll be Saquon Barkley's win. Yeah, absolutely, hundred um, percent. But as, as you say that 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 line with Micah Parsons and then you got Trayvon Diggs, they're, they're good. They're good. It's a good defense. Is it? Yeah, this is a, a defensive game rather than an offensive yeah. game. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But that, yeah, that's all we had to talk about. If you want to, that's it. Take us out. Absolutely, my pleasure. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the Brick Cave Blitz. Obviously, this has been the week three preview. Um, somewhere along this timeline as well is going to be the review of week two, and coming up next week is going to be the review of week three. Um, obviously. Don't forget to follow us on social medias, Brick Cave Blitz on Twitter and Instagram, and obviously check out our patron when it gets announced. I have been your host, the unusual Greg, unusual underscore Greg on Twitter and Instagram. That man over there has been my absolutely exceptional host. I am uh, Smith, uh, DRS underscore 1994, and I uh, thank you for the compliment. Absolutely. And with those banging brain-teasing predictions... Um, is that guy over there? Scruffy, I am just Scrufflord on Twitter, but probably not a good idea to follow me. Never ends well. A terrible idea. Terrible I do idea. like how, like, it's one of them where we're supposed to, like, think about these games. The predictions that Stu throws at us, they're the only times we actually think. The rest of the times we just babble on about shit. 100%. 100%. Accurate. It's a mental game of chess between us. I am not good at chess. I'm more of a uh, checkers kind of a drafts kind of guy. Oh, I was gonna say snap. Ah, <laughs> uh, Uno. From myself, it's go pack go. And for all of us, it's a brigade blitz. Brigade blitz. Let's ride. Brigade blitz. Let's ride. Brigade blitz. Let's ride.